is the Dave and Shecky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Shecky Show. Show. We're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffi. This is the Dave and Shecky Show. Hey, which one of you cats smells like wet dog? Which one of your dogs smells like wet cat? Wait, white people smell like wet dog? Do black people smell like wet cat? Uh, no. I don't think either of those things are true. Good. Because wet cat is really a horrible thing. Uh, you know what? Cats don't like to get wet so much, so I don't know that I've smelled many a wet cat. Okay, let's just stop there. All right. Let's just get too close to a bad joke. Uh-huh. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, everyone, to uh, episode 77 Dash two of the middle-aged cool kids super terrific podcast featuring your pals Clive and Terry. Uh, Clive, why don't you take a sip? Because <laughs> Clive, your mouth is a little dry. Oh, I was just I had a bit too much to my Palestine. Palestine. I'm from Palestine. Clive. Clive the Palestinian with the dry mouth? My, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's the breakthrough character. Okay. Well, you got a lot Clive going on Clive the there, Palestinian Clive. with none of the Palestinian attributes that you would expect with someone from Palestine. Especially the dry mouth. And the name Clive. Mm-hmm. But there is a common theme here, mm-hmm. Terry. Mm. And Terry is not a girl in this case. <laughs> oh, Okay. And Clive is a man. Okay, well, there we go. Now, what if I were to tell you that Clive was also a writer? Uh-huh. And so was Terry. Okay. And they wrote books together in this weird world. But they don't write books together. They've written separate books. That's right. It's Clive Barker and Terry Brooks, ladies and gentlemen. Do you know who they are? Yeah, Dave, I have a... a yes. I, yes, I, I have had, both of them in no my collection. I had no idea who they were until I saw those two books and said, huh... That's who I am today. You saw those two books on bookshelves that have my books on them. I was like, I'm going to blow my wife's mind. Uh-huh. Clive Barker and Terry Brooks, ladies and gentlemen. Give them a hand. Yeah. I don't know about this Terry Brooks guy, but this Clive Barker, from what I've read, is very accomplished. Uh, Terry Brooks is... Okay. Ugh, your dry mouth uh, is killing uh, me. Uh, Clive Barker, right. uh, did you read some book about a, a California, small California town? I read, I had quite a few Clive Barker books. I don't know exactly which ones. My memory is uh, failing me. Something about the big show, uh, greatest show, something. Oh, I'm sure I did. If it's down there, I read it. Well, uh, it's down there. Terry Brooks wrote the Shannara series. I don't know what that is. The Sword of Shannara. Ah, that sounds gay. Okay, it's a little nerdy. It's it's very hobbity. Hobbity, like Led Zeppelin. Yes, uh, except it's a book, and it's about the Olmsford and uh, Olmsford family. Shay and Cole are uh, the two that 
uh, the first book is about. See, ladies and gentlemen, you got a little bit of everything here. As a result, a lot of my gaming names, as a result of a book I read many years ago, a lot of my gaming uh, names have the word Shay in there. Because of Terry Brooks? That's right. Isn't that something? Yes. My other book is a chocobo. My other, I have a, uh, I have a bumper sticker that says my other ride is a chocobo. Yes. All right. We are nerdy. No, I'm nerdy and you seem to. I'm ner- She's nerdy and then I'm weirdo. Yeah. You're... Hi, I'm weirdo. Uh-huh. All right. So uh, just a quick, quick thing. Um, we did a podcast. We had to pull the sode, bro. We had to pull the sode. Dave, uh. Dave cringed himself out, apparently. I had some douche chills, man. <laughs> had some t- we did the podcast. I was going through and I was editing the podcast, as I do. And uh, Dave was on the couch listening. And um, he started getting, I-, I don't know, really weirded out by the whole situation. And he's like, you got to pull the sode. And I was like, what? What is it? What are you saying? The episode, you have to pull it. And I... We, you know what I mean? I'd never, I we've never had said, this happen all before. All I said was, pull the sword, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we have to pull the sword, We man. have to pull the sword. And I, uh, we've never done that before. You've yeah, never was, done that uh, before. It was uh, my bad. Uh, see, my thing is I like to uh, not research the topic at all. I'm an off-the-cuff guy. Uh-huh. I, you know, I'm not a sci-fi guy. I'm an off-the-cuff kind of guy. Right. And uh, in that respect... Uh, I didn't do any research on the topic, and if I had done some research, that would have meant I would have brushed up on my uh, listening of the material, and I would probably come to the conclusion that I came to after listening to a bit of the podcast, mm-hmm. is that which was not worthy of it. Some things just don't seem to stand the test of time as well as maybe you thought they would. Okay. Also, yeah. I think you learned a piece of information that kind of... Uh, That's right. So we won't go into that, but what we'll say, that was a learning experience. It was a learning experience, and maybe at some point uh, we will talk about it, but I think it's too fresh in our minds. It's too painful. I to know I had a good Mitch Hedberg piece in there. I can't remember what that was about, but uh, I guess it's not worth playing the whole piece for that. No, definitely not. Anyway, so today... Or we, is it? Uh, no. Sorry. So today... Uh, David. Oh, Terry. My... Dear Lord, okay. today's episode instead is about UFOs. They've been reported at dusk or in the dead of night, in clearings amid still woods and fields in lonely farm country. Sometimes they come in silence, sometimes with quiet thunder. Often they leave marks in the earth, signals of their passing. They've been seen but fleetingly, and their extraordinary presence creates a frightening mystery. In fields from West Virginia through Wisconsin to Oregon are the beginnings of answers. Let's just get right into it. The government, the Pentagon, released footage of these UFOs. In the language of the U.S. Department of Defense, these are unidentified aerial phenomena. 
Videos which add fuel to the belief of some that we are not alone. The first incident was filmed off the California coast in 2004, an oval shape hovering, and in the words of the Navy pilot who recorded this, not behaving by the normal laws of physics. In 2015, pilots flying off the east coast of America spotted this. We're all going against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Again, its speed and movement apparently astounding experienced air crew. That same year, racing across the surface of the ocean, something that it took some skill to capture. All of these videos have been leaked in the past, but the US government now confirms they are genuine. In a statement, the Department of Defense said it was releasing the videos in order to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage that's been circulating was real or whether or not there is more to the videos. The aerial phenomena observed in these videos, they say, remain characterized as unidentified. Have you seen the footage? I've seen the footage. It's reminiscent of uh, a really bad Asteroids arcade game. One of them is uh, very similar to that. The the one the video that gets me um, concerned is the one where the guy says, "There's a whole fleet of them. Look on the ASA." Yeah, no one wants to hear that <laughs> unless it's a rent a rec commercial. There's a fleet of them, and you know it's kind of like we're releasing these videos. Uh, there's a pandemic. There's locusts, there's this, there's that all around the world. Here, uh, now you kind of can speculate as to why we have the Space Force. Oh, here's the problem. Yeah. There's a fleet of them. Now, that's appropriate. That's mm -hmm. good. That's a good response. But I don't want to hear my Army or Air Force people using the word dude <laughs> and man. Why? Is, they need to come correct with a little more higher degree of education in their, uh, what's it call it? I don't, I have no idea. <laughs> in their, uh, not vocabulary. Uh, the vernacular? You, in their diction. Oh, I see. Diction. Uh-huh. Instead of acting like such a dick, son, they need better diction. Okay. If I can quote. No one. <laughs> I was going to say, who the hell is that? Uh, I, you know what? They're excited. Um, people will tend to bro and dude when they're excited. I have no problem with oh, that. Man, how do I want my doctor saying, dude, you got cancer? I don't, dude, where's my car? Is good. Dude, you got cancer. I know, but I don't that think. That ain't good. Dude, I. <laughs> Nope. I don't think they were going. They thought this was going to be aired anywhere. So this is the thing. Um, this footage had been previously released. Uh, Tom DeLong is that his name? Uh, who's that? A senator? Blink one eighty two. Oh, well, that's the opposite of a senator, isn't it? Who's it? Clive Barker, the Surgeon General. Uh huh. I mean, Travis Barker, his son. Okay. Uh, Tom. Blink 182. Okay. See, that's the tie in uh -huh. there. Yes. Thomas Matthew DeLong. Oh, he's uh, handsome. Is an American musician, singer, songwriter, author, record producer, actor, and filmmaker. Where's the conspiracy theorist? Where does that come into play? Well, that comes into play because uh, 
he is the one who worked with the History Channel to put out that six-episode series um, a year or so back. I put my entire career on the line because I believe in what I believe in. He ran the Pentagon's top-secret UFO program. They tracked 100 of these things. Leading a team of government insiders. People from the CIA, the Department of Defense, all wanted to be a part of this. Who, for the first time, have come out of the shadows to reveal what they know. I don't really care if it's a threat, it's a threat. Unidentified inside America's UFO investigation, Friday, May 31st at 10. All right, let me just tell you something. Yeah? I knew nothing about the man. Uh-huh. You scrolled down after I said conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. And sure enough, I didn't mean to read the screen, but it said conspiracy theories. It doesn't say conspiracy theories. Doesn't? No, it says conspiracy theories and aliens. Well, there is. Exactly. <laughs> what the? F- anyway, oh my God, so he's absurd. apparently, according to everyone around him, uh, including Travis Barker, DeLong has always been a big believer in aliens and UFOs. I bet he's into the occult. It says here, uh, DeLong is a big believer in aliens, UFOs, and conspiracy theories since his youth, well before founding Blink-182. The man is shrouded in evil. Stop that. Oh, sorry. Former band member Travis Barker said in a 2019 interview that he is incredibly passionate about them and would look for UFOs outside the tour bus window, even uh, create search parties to find Bigfoot, I guess, when they were out on the road. Oh, God. Zach Baggins is calling. He wants to do a show with you. Anyway, uh, I don't know why you're saying that, but... uh, Because my man's on tour looking for, (laughs) for Bigfoot, okay? I've been on tour. I would have welcomed that. All right. It, you know saying. what I looked forward to on tour? Getting off tour. Finding a laundromat. That was my big exciting moment. Oh, shit. I found a five-star laundromat in North Chicago. I'm I so on it. Uh, yeah, okay. That's fine. I'll tell yeah, you what. If somebody said saying, to me, let's go find Bigfoot, I'd be like, yes. That's an old saying. No. I think you were working for Bigfoot. Never mind. There's no, there's no old saying like that. I think you're, the old saying is, mm-hmm. you were working for Bigfoot. Anyway, Tom DeLonge so uh, felt uh, passion for this that he started a production company about UFOs. Um, or, you know, uh, they wanted to produce things about UFOs. And they got together with the History Channel and put together unidentified inside America's UFO investigation, which I think everybody saw, everybody spoke about, and in this six-part series were these videos that right. uh, the Pentagon has just uh, released officially. Yes. So he had gotten hold of these videos um, because they're quite. it's quite clear what they are. And the UFO... Uh, the Pentagon has just basically re-released these videos and said, yes, these are uh, unidentified, uh, I forget what they call them. They're not, they don't call them UFOs. They call them like unidentified uh, aerial Projectiles. Objects. Maybe. Not, I don't even think it's objects. It's UAP. UAP. I think it's UAP. I don't even know. Um, so now that they've put these out here, Dave, I mean, we saw the six part video, uh, uh, from on history channel. Yeah. 
Or I did anyway. I don't know if you watched all I've six seen parts. The, I've seen some of this footage. So, A, it totally vindicates Tom DeLong, right? Well, I don't know what you mean by that. He, he, he spent uh, probably a good amount of time and money and effort putting together this six-part thing, interviewing uh, ex-military guys uh, about UFOs, and, you know, now he's got this vindication. The Pentagon said, yes, here. Here's these videos. They're yeah, exactly what you, th- you thought they were. They're exactly what you thought they were. We're not sure what they are. That's what they said? They're not going to no, say... No, Jake, no, listen. Okay. I am the naysayer on this podcast. That is my role. If we both agreed, we'd have nothing to talk about. So don't be alarmed. It may be true. But I'm here to say, Tom DeLong. That has, he sounds like he should be a senator. I'll give him that. Okay. Now I'm sure he's thrilled, Mr. DeLong. Mm. Uh, as representative of the state of Wisconsin, how do you plead? That's what's going to happen to him if he keeps this up. Uh, I don't know what you're talking I'm about. I'm saying he's, he's pushing his. Don't go digging. You go digging far enough, they're gonna they're gonna pull a China syndrome on you. Well, he dug. And uh, I think you're talking about Silkwood. Silkwood, baby. I, he Karen d- Silkwood. Uh-huh. Coming he, at you. Okay. He dug Share. in. He Push produced Share. a. Uh, he produced these six one-hour specials. I think they're one hour. I'm not sure. And uh, now he's been vindicated. Well, uh, hold on now. What is it? What are those things? What are the fleet of them? What are they? What is it? What do you think they are? Well, I don't know. You think it's a fleet of... First of all, they're moving very fast. Faster than, say, a drone. Yes, perhaps it's true. And I also think that if uh, it was a drone, these people would say, oh, that's a drone. Now, maybe I, the government knew there was going to be some sort of global pandemic at some point, And mm-hmm. when it happened, they would need something to deviate the people from what's going on. So they have been setting it up all along that now they're like okay release this little triplet because the people are freaking out let's deviate them yeah you know what it's not it didn't work though so it's a ploy. I, this is this is i find it very interesting that we just had our first graduating class of the space force uh, academy on Saturday, more than a thousand cadets at the Air Force Academy will become second lieutenants. And aside from the unusual precautions in place due to the coronavirus outbreak, the class of 2020 will feature another first. The first graduates to be inducted into the U.S. Space Force. Spaceface. Spaceface. And uh, now, now I'm starting to think Mr. Trump's on to something with the Space Force. So... <clears throat> do these crafts look like the typical uh, UFO shape? They do, right? Kind of. Ah, uh, you know. I mean, what? The one that, uh, that the is. the one where they say there's a fleet. Why? It literally rotates. Why is that the best footage we have of it? Because it's moving so fast. Why can't they zoom in? Well, you know, enhance, enhance. How many how many feet do you think away they were from it? Oh my God. I think, you know, I think we're talking a mile or so. Hmm. I think we're, you know, I don't know that they even they need say. need better cameras on these, on these uh, Air Force mobiles. 
That's what I call airplanes. Let me read to you the official statement. Oh, Jesus. By the Department of Defense on the release of these historical Navy videos. Are you ready? Yeah, maybe the DOD has been taken over by HOMOs. All right. The Department of Defense has authorized the release of three unclassified Navy videos, one taken in November of 2004 and the other two in January 2015, which have been circulating in the public domain after unauthorized releases in 2007 and 2017. Who was that lunatic who put it out? Well, Tom DeLong. He didn't it. work for the Navy. How did he get a hold of it? Somebody, some brave some person. Some Blink 182 fan. The U.S. Navy previously acknowledged that these videos circulating in the public domain were indeed Navy videos. After a thorough review, the department has determined that the authorized release of these unclassified videos does not reveal any sensitive capabilities or systems and does not impinge on any subsequent investigations of military airspace incursions by unidentified aerial phenomena. That's mm -hmm. the AP. Um... DOD is releasing the videos in order to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether or not the footage that has been circulating was real or whether or not there is more to the videos. The aerial phenomena observed in the videos remain characterized as unidentified. Unidentified aerial phenomena. That's what that stands for. Yes. Now, uh... What's the difference in the footage from 2004 and 2015? Is it both grainy and fucked up? I think the two It's 11 years later. I, you know what? If I had to guess, I'd say the 2007 footage. Oh. Or the 2004 footage probably doesn't have the audio. I don't know. I don't know. We'd have to look at it again. Uh -oh, I hope the next footage is better. Well, this is the thing. President Trump forms a space force. Hmm. And now we get these three videos confirmed that they were real <coughs> and uh, they are they are unidentified. Now I will say this to you. If these were drones, they would say as much. This is and you know I listened to uh, or watched the Steve Bannon, uh, War Room Pandemic show uh, religiously and the other day incredible Hulk. and the other day he started with the Navy just or the DOD just doesn't release stuff this is huge and nobody is talking about it huge hey, it's not concrete enough it's not concrete they, they need a more substantial they need a better. We need connection. We need an interview with the alien. Starting at okay, Tom, Tom Cruise. Dave, huh? honestly, if... if That's good. Interview with the aliens. Tom Cruise, no movie. I'm being serious. I'm serious. This is The reason is, it's not solid. You don't want it. Dude, if they've got a fleet of things that move that fucking fast, and we can barely put them in our target, uh, they're not going to be... Uh, oh, hey... Well, yeah, we're going to come get it, do an interview with you. Fucking wake up, bro. But what do you want everyone to do? 
What would you like everyone to do? I mean, I'm not saying, I'm just mean, I mean, what I mean is, how should everyone react to this? Everyone should react by probably uh, exercising their Second Amendment. Why do you feel that those things are here to hurt us? Well, I think you can't assume otherwise. You can't. Why wouldn't they have hurt us already? The hell are they waiting for? Maybe they have. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Maybe they have. All right. Maybe, uh... Maybe they're the Chinese. Maybe they're the Chinese. I mean, you want to go there? I, I don't mind go going there, baby. there. I don't want to go to China, but I'll, t- I'll tell you the Chinese are aliens. Look, if we well, have... I love the Chinese. I'm related to the Chinese. I love the Chinese. But, you know, let's, you know, it is what it is. You are not in any way related, related to, to Chinese, Chinese Dave. You know, uh, let me tell you here. Let me speak a little Chinese for you. Hi ya, hi ya, hi ya, hi ya, hi ya. That's the Hakawis. Hakawi, don't have a Hakawi, man. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is that I, a motorcycle? Uh, the Hakawi uh, five hundred. Look, we are doing this episode because you insisted we not do the other one. I'm with you on this. I'm providing. No. Uh, You're providing me with a I'm headache. I have salt and vinegar to your honey and sugar. Uh huh. <laughs> But you know what? We don't need to have salt and vinegar and honey and sugar. We can just have the facts. All right, all right, all right. Let me rearrange this. Uh huh. Let's say it is true. Okay. Uh, What's true? What is the pa- that they actually were there? Okay. Uh, are there any anything else that was going on in uh, 2004 or 2015 that uh, coincides with the potential visiting of aliens? Can anything be construed as tying into those events? Hold on. Yeah, how about that for a question? In November of 2004, George Bush is re-elected president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. National Hockey League cancels their all-star game. Uh, there's a civil war of some sort. Where people die, an express train collides with a stationary car in England. Uh, the government of Iraq calls for a 60 day state of emergency as U.S. forces storm the insurgent stronghold of Fallujah. Seems like nothing changes. Uh, Halo 2 is released on Xbox. All right, so, so far, nothing necessarily. Hold on now. Uh,. I don't know what I would be expecting. I'm trying to find something. Maybe it doesn't work like that. The island of Dominica hit by the most destructive earthquake in its history. That's something. Wasn't there a whole lot of earthquakes then? What was that whole ring of fire thing going on when the guy was predicting the end of the world? Some lunatic on the internet. He's not a lunatic. He, uh... He's just not correct. Actually, he's been correct. He's just been correct, but people don't want to... He uses a model of the of the solar system. And when they line up, when the planets line up a certain way... Right. Uh, he predicts major earthquakes. And for the... I'd say the majority of the time, not every time, but for the majority of the time, he's right. Uh, so I don't see anything other than the earthquake... 
as far as huge news. All right, nothing to, nothing to back that angle up. No, and the other two in January of 2015, let's see. And it's weird that the two in were both in January of 2015, so we're going to have <laughs> to assume that they are... Related. Somehow related. Now, have there been other events recorded that are just not released by the Navy that are similar to these? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, really similar? I'm absolutely sure. These three were in this show. So these are the three that they decided they will talk about. Yeah. There is uh, 63 people are killed and 70,000 are left homeless after floods devastate Mozambique and Malawi. Uh, That could be something. So we had an earthquake, and now we're having a flood. Makes a disaster every time these people come around. I mean, it it could be. I'm not seeing uh, any other no. weather-type uh, events or natural-type events. Just, you know, football, elections, bullshit. Now, what about all the Area 51 stuff, all those films? Are those Navy films or those are fake? What? I mean, those are army films or they're fake, the, the alien uh, oh, the autopsy. If what you are about to see is it's the most startling film footage in history. Although we remain skeptical, some experts believe this is authentic footage of an alien life form. Real or not, we must warn you. This appears to be an actual autopsy. And some of the footage you will see in the next hour is very gruesome. Stay with us as we put the question to you. Alien autopsy. Fact. I think people have uh, are are fairly certain those are fake. So there's no chance those are officially from the navy, uh, from the army. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to say there's no chance. I'm just saying, is there a chance that the army would fake something? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it says or here. get a hold of the footage and say, let's put this out because. It'll make them interested in something that's not really a... It's a dead end in reality. No, I don't think so. Because the real aliens are Dick Cheney and Hillary Clinton. Well, they are lizard people, I'm quite sure. Joe Biden. Uh, Seen his eyes? That man is a lizard. The alien autopsy is a 17-minute black-and-white film supposedly depicting a secret medical examination or autopsy of an alien by the United States military. It was released in 1995 by London-based entrepreneur Ray Santilli. Who is this man? He presented it as an authentic autopsy on the body of an alien recovered from the 1947 crash of a flying disc near Roswell, New Mexico. Now, people had heard about this before then, and this is just the actual first time the footage was supposedly seen. I feel like that story had been around before 1995 or whatever. In 2006, he admitted the film was not authentic, uh-huh. but rather a staged reconstruction of footage he claimed to have viewed in 1992, but which had deteriorated and become unusable by the time he made his film. Oh, man. He claimed that a few frames from the original were embedded in his film, uh-huh. but he never specified which ones. Well. The existence of an original film strip of the alleged autopsy has never been independently verified. I wonder if people back in the 40s or so are on record talking about it. Uh, well, he claimed that the footage was uh, supplied to him by a retired military cameraman who had wished to remain uh, 
That Anonymous. sounds sketchy at best. You may recall a story that we did as part of our uh, Unsolved Mysteries, Deep Dark Secrets, and Conspiracies show number 35, way back when, about Spielberg that included this story. Many decades ago, there was a famous UFO author, researcher, filmmaker, who also, remarkably enough, was the creator of a long-lasting children's show that is still referenced today. He wrote it and wrote the music and was quite the polar opposite from his UFO passion. Apparently, someone in the government was a fan of the show, and when he realized what the creator's main passion was, he decided to help him out. Jim Henson. He gave the creator access to all of the government UFO files and film footage in order to film a documentary. At some point, a higher-up found out what was going on, but decided it would cause more of a stink to stop everything, so they let it proceed, with one caveat. The film footage the government was going to allow him to use, and which he had seen, was not going to be allowed in the movie. It basically killed any chance that the documentary would be a success, because the whole premise of it was leading up to the footage, which apparently was jaw-dropping. Fast forward a decade, and the creator reconnects with a movie producer. This producer has done some things, but is mainly known for being the sibling of a permanent A++-plus list director, who at the time was an A-plus list director, but still fairly new to the business. Ron Howard. The UFO, the UFO guy and the A-plus list director had worked on a film together a few years earlier where our UFO guy told some tales, but the director really didn't believe it all. Anyway, the UFO guy and the producer reconnect and start working on a movie that was so cheap it shared a set with a movie that featured the exact same plot line with different actors filmed a few years earlier. The thing is, though, the UFO guy told the producer the same stories he had told the director a few years earlier. This time, though, he dropped a bombshell. He had made a copy of the film the government gave him to use. He had taken a film camera and secretly filmed the scene when it was showing on a screen from a projector manned by a military officer. Our UFO guy shows the footage to the producer, who then gets her sibling to view it, the director decides he is going to use the footage in a new movie he is set to make. The government finds out about the footage and cuts a deal with the director. They will give him access to things he can use in all of his films, whether it's money or technology or ideas the government is working on. He can see the prototypes and incorporate them into his movies. It is why he is always focused on science and the future and aliens and the paranormal in addition to family fare. As part of the deal, though, he can't use that footage. He does have a copy of it. So this is Steven Spielberg. Oh, it's not Jim Henson? No. Come on. We were just talking about Steven Spielberg. Oh. You really do not pay attention to me. <laughs> I wanted it to be Jim Henson. I know, but I it's... thought this was all what the Muppets were all about. Dave, not only did I say it was Spielberg, but we've done a show on it, um, and we talked about it being Spielberg. Yeah, let me ask you something. Uh-huh. Who was the other guy? Spielberg and who? This is ca someone Who's called... Who's the UFO guy? Robert Emenegger. Oh, come on, man. What? You did see a bike stealer. There it no. There stop it. So there's the video That's the worst name ever. Okay. 
There's we put a link to the UFO documentary that that guy made. I have a short memory span. Apparently, but the uh, documentary is in the show notes of episode 35, and where they were going to put that footage, what they did was describe the footage and used uh, some drawings instead. Let's look at an incident that might happen in the future, or perhaps could have happened already. The premise is that contact is made by extraterrestrial beings with representatives of the United States Air Force at Holloman Air Force Base in the deserts of New Mexico. Uh, sound a red alert. Unidentified aircraft approaching. Hey, Bill, give me a quick check with Wright-Patterson Intelligence. There may be an experimental craft from somewhere, I don't know, here. Alert the fire chief and security and safety. Two military interceptors are dispatched to escort the unidentified crafts out of the area. During a routine photographic mission, a tech sergeant and staff sergeant of the base photographic team were aboard a helicopter at the time and run off several feet of film of the three objects, one of which breaks away and begins a descent. A second high-speed camera crew on the ground runs off approximately 600 feet. The cameras continue to roll as the extraordinary vehicle comes into view. It hovers almost silently about 10 feet off the ground for nearly a minute and yaws like a ship at anchor, then sets down on three extension pads. Commander and two officers, along with two base Air Force scientists, arrive and wait apprehensively. A panel slides open on the side of the craft, stepping forward, one, then two, and a third, what appear to be men dressed in tight-fitting jumpsuits, perhaps short by our standards, with an odd blue-gray complexion. And that's how they got E.T.? Well, look, <coughs> Spielberg has done a shit ton of space-related films. He didn't start with space. He started with Duel. He started with Jaws. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden... All of a sudden, he got all spaced out. Maybe he shared some of his ideas with George Lucas. Because he started off not in space also. With American Graffiti. Both of them started off non-spacey. Look, he's got E.T. He's got uh, Back to the Future... He's got a lot of uh, he's got a lot of space sci-fi stuff, inner space, batteries not included, uh, the land before time, always. Gremlins What's that one he just even did recently isn't it some virtual one he did? Oh yeah, yeah, the one we we that we reviewed that. Yeah, with the female KRS-One. Ready Player One. Exactly. What did you just say? I said the black chick who looks like a female KRS-One. She was in that. Uh, no, see, I don't remember. The... She played the black chick. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, so his, his friend. He's got uh, Robo Apocalypse is uh, coming down the pike for him. Robo. Oh, that sounds original. Well, it sounds like you know maybe. Every other, not every other movie, but once every couple of movies, he uh, goes to that well and they give him information and he 
look, you don't have to look any further than how uninterested most of America seems to be in UFOs. Do yeah. you know why they're not interested in UFOs? Because he's making too many movies about them. It's like become commonplace. Yeah, it's not just him, but just everybody. It's just like, here are movies about UFOs and aliens, and uh, it's made us not care. It's, well, yeah. I mean... It's a cookbook. Yeah, it's a fucking cookbook. It might as well be. Fucking go and pick up a rifle, motherfuckers. It may be a goddamn cookbook. Mr. Chambers. Mr. Chambers, don't get on that ship. The rest of the book, to serve men, it's, it's a cookbook. I'm going to give away a free copy of Black Power by Hoagie Carmichael any second now. Hold on now. Let's get a little bit more uh, civil, uh, civil, uh, what do they call it there? I have no idea. What do they call it there when you don't want to fight? You're a pacifist. How could you pass? How could uh, Why buy something without without fighting has the word fist in it? A pacifist? Couldn't it be a passive not fist? Eh. Mm. <sighs> I don't like you. I pass a shit fist. I'm doing this show because of you needing to pull the other sewed. Gotta pull the sewed, bro. Yeah, I pulled the sewed. Listen, man. And now you are you're you are not taking this seriously. I'm sorry if I didn't graduate from Ookla, man. Uh huh. What? I don't know what to do. I'm I don't know this, what to do. You know, it's a normal bias, like you said. Normalcy bias. Normal bias. Normalcy bias. <laughs> What? I, I'm waiting for you to say something. Len Bias. Uh-huh. Now, speaking of which, no. how, how do you like no. that? How you dig no. that new documentary? Ladies and gentlemen, let's talk basketball. Oh, sorry. Uh, Dave? Huh? Is this thing off? I'm going to air the other Oh, God, docu- no, she's pushing the sewed. Episode. Yeah. I, was, I said pull, not put. When you're gleefully telling me how great these things are. Uh, let me tell you about the virtues of... Bill Payne, and then I'm and then I'm like, uh, I don't, mm, I don't Terry, I'm, this is hard. Help for me, me, Rhonda. <laughs> this is hard for me to listen to, Dave. Are you sure? Uh, what? Yeah. Oh, musically? Yeah. Because I was thinking of me being the Eddie Trunk of hippie rock. Yeah, it was that was. I'm impassioned about something. Yeah. What I have no idea if I can quote Rodney Dangerfield. This is the thing, you were. The thing. You had convinced me that. We were listening to greatness. Hey, this was this was the second coming of Asia, as far as I remember. Uh, yeah, you remembered wrong. Only you remember it Asia, was literally it? hurting me. It's not the second coming of Asia; it's the second coming of the CCP. Anyway, Jurassic Park, all those things. Uh, he doesn't just like science; he loves it. Minority Report, dude. I don't know. I. I you know, there might have been a reason that that man tried to rape him. What? The, what, do you, what? Didn't someone try to rape Steven Spielberg once? Was he kidnapped, you mean? Something was. There was something happened. They wanted to rape Steven Spielberg. There was maybe a plot. He was found at Steven Spielberg's L.A. mansion carrying duct tape, a box cutter, and handcuffs. He told police he wanted to rape the movie director. All right. 
So So that has nothing to do with UFOs. Now I'm annoyed with you even more back, than I was. Back to UFOs. Ugh. This is a shitty episode. I can't go on anymore. Oh, harsh out. I, what do you want me to do? You're not taking it seriously. I am too. It's fine. I take it. I told you I was taking it seriously. Just providing a little opposite opinion. Don't be opposite. If it's how how can you have opposite opinion of three videos that are re- released by the Pentagon saying yeah these are UFOs? What is the opposite opinion of that? They didn't release them. They're not UFOs. Well, UFO leaves a lot to be determined. I would say again, if the military had an inkling that they could explain it away, they would. Just as they tried to do in 1947, when all of a sudden it wasn't a UFO that crashed in uh, Roswell, New Mexico. It was a weather balloon, folks. Nothing to see here. In the early days of the Cold War, Roswell was an obscure outpost of the U.S. Air Force's Strategic Air Command. Then, in 1947, a local rancher found what he claimed to be a flying saucer that had crashed on his land. The debris was brought here to the base for study. The military claimed it was just a weather balloon, but whisked it away to other bases in Texas and Ohio for further tests. When the story leaked, sensational news reports made Roswell a symbol of government conspiracies to cover up the existence of visitors from other planets. The incident sparked a UFO scare and inspired decades of science fiction movies. Then, 50 years after the incident, the Air Force released a report admitting that the wreckage was part of a secret system of atomic espionage. But for real believers, this is just another cover-up. If they thought they could get away with that again, I think they would try it. But they can't. So they're just saying, yep, here they are. Here's those videos. They're real. Uh... We don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so let's ex- let's assume that it is aliens. I'm just going to put that out there. Let's assume it's aliens. Now what? That's what I was wondering. Now what? Well, I'm asking you. Now what? Well... Someone should be uh, looking into it and uh, forming a committee such as the Space Force. Well, wait a minute. Is that why the Space Force is formed? You mean the thing I said 45 minutes ago? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm asking you. Uh-huh. So maybe that's what's happening. Maybe everything's under control. Yeah. Let's wait for them to report back to us. Okay, and what if something happens before they report back to us? Well, then we have to blame the Space Force. Who cares about blaming... Dude, this is huge. This is enormous. I gotta... I don't think... I don't think arming ourselves is gonna do anything. If they're powerful, they're powerful. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're either... If they're that powerful, I don't think a gun is gonna do anything. It's beyond our control is what I'm saying. So you just have to wait till something else happens. 
So prior to this, did you believe the fire in the sky uh, guys and their story? Fire in the sky? On a chilly November night, seven men had their lives changed here in the Sitgreaves National Forest near Heber. Riding in their truck, they saw what they believed to be an unidentified flying object hovering in this clearing. One of the seven, Travis Walton of Snowflake, leaped from the truck and ran up for a closer look. His companions say he was struck by a bluish light emitting from the craft and knocked down. Terrified, they fled, but later regained their composure and returned. When they did, Travis Walton was gone. From that point on, his story is pretty well known. The six men, his companions, all passed lie detector tests in reference to the incident. Travis Walton reappeared after several days with a bizarre story about a ride in an unidentified flying object. I don't know what's to believe, though. They took lie detector tests. Yeah. The worst they ever did on the lie detector test was, uh, we can't tell. But then they all passed them. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, I don't know. That's the problem. There's, there's no concrete answer. There's so, so much deception out there. I just don't know what to believe. Well, what is the what what is the deception here? What would be the uh, what would be the end goal? I have no idea. Someone trying to get money off of a video. The Pentagon. Uh, maybe the uh, I don't know. Maybe the two pilots were up to no good. Maybe the pilots were trying to wait. There's different pilots. It's three different situations, three different pilots. This is an official video that's been released by our military, not the pilots looking for money. <coughs> well, what's Tom DeLong have to say about it? There's all different types of life forms and the universe is teeming with life. Our government knows this. They've known it for 70 years. Uh, I've created a mechanism with my team for them to have that conversation. And what you're seeing now are those things playing out. And I've been saying this for years. Yeah. So just keep watching <laughs> and go back to all the things that I've said. You know, when yeah. people thought I was crazy, uh, they're kind of going, oh my God, maybe he's not. Well, no. How does it feel for you? Well, a lot of people feel like, you know, they're, oh my God, you feel so vindicated and validated. And I go, yeah, I guess on some level, which is more of an ego driven thing, like, oh, I told you so, you know, but <laughs> I have a lot of compassion for people because I've been brought into circles and I've been brought into things um, that are that are unnerving and a bit scary for people. And and I feel more compassion because they think it's just about, wow, you know, you must feel so cool. Well, not really, because you don't know the whole story. And when you do, it's going to probably upset you for a little while. And that's kind of what the purpose is for my company, is to help everyone through that, to digest it and to not lose hope and to look at the brighter points of it, because there are some negative points of it. And um, I, so I don't really, like, jump up and down feeling cool about this. I'm like, Ugh. you know, I feel almost like a doctor, what they must feel. 
you know, when they got to tell people some news that it's hard for people to digest, you know. Yeah, um, but there's some really great stuff about it, too, you know, and, and it's my job as well to try and bring those things out with my partners. And we're doing that through um, film, television, books, the studies that we're doing and bringing people into learning more about the who, what, where, when and why. Um, so there's there's quite a lot that's coming. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's, I'm excited for people, e- even though it's going to be really hard for some people. They might update that series a little bit um, or maybe add like a title card or something. What does Tom DeLong say we should do now that he sees aliens? What's his suggestion? Okay, you found them. Now what? Do you think that, you know, if they, if aliens or UFOs, like if they wanted to harm us, don't you think that they would have already done that? You, you know, maybe I, 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 uh, I think that, like, you know, I think that any advanced civilization is going to do things on an advanced level. Um, even we do that as, as Americans. We'll go into, like, some small third world country and we'll be there secretly and we'll kind of fuck with the economy or with the political leadership or we'll set up things to kind of spearhead the, that, that culture to grow in our image. Um, and there's probably collateral damage in doing such a thing. Um, and then you got to ask the people on the ground, you know, is the United States good or are they bad? The one thing they could say is, well, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, but they always do what's in their interest, mm. you know, and sometimes that helps us and sometimes it doesn't. Now, imagine if there's Russia, America and China all doing that to the same little island, you know, <laughs> like it's going to be a mess. And uh, at any given moment, one per, one country is doing something better for you than the other, but it just, it changes, you know, on an ongoing basis. So I don't really think it's a matter of saying it's good or bad. I think it's more of a matter of what are they doing and it's likely in their best interest. And does that help us or hurt us at any given time? And these are big questions, you know, we don't know. Well, look, we have a pandemic right now. That's we have uh, China lying about <clears throat> Why its are the origins. aliens waiting? We have a pandemic. Can they please Who knows? invade now? Do you think they're waiting? Yes, unless Fauci is an alien, and he may very well be. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. There's no one's people... seen Deborah Burke's neck. Look, there are people who claim that they have seen people shapeshift. There are people that claim people are lizards. I know. Who knows? Maybe all of it's true. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Maybe it Maybe is. Maybe every single bit of it is true. I should live in the Mishomi state. Misery. Mm-hmm. Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. That's a wonderful movie. Uh-huh. Well, uh, let me ask you something. Okay. Tom DeLong. Yes. Was he, is he a lead singer? Yes. Because uh, you show me a lead singer, uh-huh. I'll show you an egomaniac who, when not on stage, must find an outlet to perform one way or another. Whether you're on the phone with him, whether the motherfucker's ordering lunch on the phone, or doing this. He's a perform- he cannot stop himself. That's why the motherfucker's a lead singer of Blink-182. It's not like this is the Dalai Lama. The, the, the very definition of an egomaniac is what his profession was. Dave, he made six... It's not Ella Fitzgerald. He's a rock singer. 
I'm just saying. I, I don't know. know. I have no idea what you're if saying. If you're a lead singer, this is part of your personality. You must always entertain. And so you can't entertain with the truth? You can, but I just, let me just, you know, it's not like this man was humble. So? Okay, I'm just, I'm nothing. You just, think Einstein was humble? No, the man was a lunatic. Let's take everything with a grain of salt is all I'm saying. He, Dude, he didn't make anything up. Someone gave him videos and he aired them in the documentaries. All right. He's not, he, look, he's the fucking Senator saying. DeLong and, you know, President fucking Mark McGrath from fucking Sugar Ray. Mm-hmm. This is the world we live in. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to try to cobble together a, do- uh, it's va- a, you know, it's a all podcast valid. episode of this. I saw there's some valid stuff there. Just nothing's concrete. Mm-hmm. Nothing concrete. All right. Well, I, I so we just kind of wait here as the pot boils around us. Well, what are they waiting for? If they're going to help us, they who, should step in now. Who's, who says, look, just because he says that he's he's hoping that's what it, the case is, you're the one who just said he's he's an egomaniac. Maybe he has no idea what the case is. I know. I don't know. You know, maybe he's just trying to spread some cheer in a really shitty time in the world right now. Maybe Zach Baggins should become lead singer 182 and blink a lot. I just don't know. I don't know what to make Then why did you say you do this podcast episode? No, I, because I'm interested in knowing, but there's nothing, there's nothing concrete. Just because I don't know it doesn't mean it's good. It's not, it's not a How bad much thing. more con- concrete do you need to see other than three videos when you know there's going to be a shit ton more? I want... There have been astronauts who say they have seen stuff. I want there to be a press conference, and the alien is side by side with President Trump. And then I will believe it. I do not want my president sitting next to an alien. I want the alien to levitate, do something that you cannot do. I'm just saying, something concrete. Let's get an alien uh, in a Burger King commercial who's real. Uh, maybe an alien who's a great golfer. Something, someone, something. See, you're... Uh, you're... An alien rock band. Okay. You... Something concrete. Dave, all of your ideas are cartoons. And a craft a shaped craft that has been all all cartoons is not a cartoon. The other day we had a flying bug on one of our uh, tomato plants, yes. right? In it was in a the praying house. mantis. It was not a praying mantis. It was oh. just some sort of flying bug. And what did you do with it? I saved it. And you put it outside. Exactly. Okay. I am a good person. Yeah, you're okay. You consider that to be because you're a good person. What could have someone else done with it? They could have eaten it. Or sucked it up in their vacuum, gotten rid of it, just grabbed it, smushed it, yeah. thrown it away. All right. But do you see how you're saying, you're prefacing that story with, I'm a good person. Yeah. You can't assume that people, uh, that beings flying around the earth are equally good. They may see us as a bug. They may see us as in the way of getting to something that they want on this planet. All right. You know, maybe they don't want to share their technology. Maybe they want oil. Maybe they want salt water. Maybe we're in the fucking way. Why are they waiting? What are they waiting for? Maybe time is different for them. I don't know. Neither do I. Nobody knows. But I'm not just going to, I don't, I can't just sit here. As the pot boils around me and say, this is fine, somebody's got to be thinking uh, about it. It might as well be me, I guess. 
I'm willing to think about it. I just would like it to be a little more uh, substantial. By the time it's substantial, it's too late, though. Do you Why understand what I'm saying? Why they latch onto that motherfucker and shoot it? I would, well, they stopped the tape. I don't know what they do. I Let's don't know what, what happens they do. then. Oops, I made a mistake. Let's see. Play that tape. Play I don't. Forward. They they stopped the tape. They stopped the tape because they didn't want you to see. Uh, Thanks. Any uh, give away any of their secrets, I guess. Call me when they play the tape. Uh huh. There's just no way of knowing any of this stuff. That's the problem. That's the problem with all this stuff. But what we do know... There's no conclusion. What we do know... Yeah. ...is that the Pentagon... Yeah. ...released three videos yeah. and confirmed that they were real. Uh, in the past, mm-hmm. has the Pentagon been known to be always completely honest in their actions? Uh, I don't know... Is it called the Pentagon Papers? I'm just going to say that, again, when this documentary series came out they could have easily said oh these are just drones or uh these were uh exercises and uh you caught something through our uh you know some sort of uh virtual reality More, testing or something the dog scenario it didn't if it to what end we're still in a pandemic no one's uh no one even gave a shit about this no one seems to care at all Except for me, I guess. Well, if they have more footage, they better release it quick. We need to binge watch this stuff. Okay, and then what happens? Then we can get serious. Then we, then we can stop worrying about a drought in California because we know the aliens will solve it. That's the start. Let's start with there. Second of all, let's so you fix think the aliens system. come here? This is the thing. Hmm? Aliens come here. And we start begging them to help us. Uh, yeah. Or if they, they can... are, look at, they could be, say, like, say they're like Spock, where there's no emotion. They have zero emotion. Yeah. Emotion is, is unnecessary. Emotion clouds judgment. So maybe these aliens have no emotion. And our begging and pleading shows them that we're emotional. We're an emotional species. Mm. And they think, well, these people are useless. Hmm. These are these these they're they're useless. Look at them. They'd, they'd be right. And they might just be say, like, fuck it, let's just get rid of everything and let's grab the salt water, the oil, the ozone, whatever it is that they want here. They're gonna say these motherfuckers think you should drink Lysol. No one okay, said that. Let's get out of this planet. Beam me up, Scotty. There is no intelligent life form down here. No, but it might be beyond that. It might be let's just wipe them out. They're clearly idiotic. Well, like I said, they might be right. All right. Well, then there you go. We're fucking retarded. The fuck are we doing? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We've got people in China, in Wuhan, uh, Dissecting bats. Stop that! What are you up there with the bats doing that stuff? Trying to right. trying to change an already shitty virus, trying to mutate it to make it even worse. So yeah, thanks, China. Well, what do you need to do that for? Is that to, in the name of protecting people? No, fuck no. Well, do you need a vi- Do you need to study a virus and create a mutagens of the virus in order to 
protect people? No, they're doing they're, it for bad why reasons. Why is there a lab in the first place? Who allows that lab to exist? Apparently, Dr. Fauci's department uh, funded it. So there Dr. you go. Dr. Fauci, you are making me grouchy. Mm -hmm. Get your hand out of the Chinese pouchy. Anyway, uh, I take it very seriously, and uh, maybe I'm nuts. No, no. You, Just like I was nuts about the fucking right. virus. You were on that. I tell you right. I tell you right now. Mm -hmm. You were ahead of the game. The I was ahead of, of your game, not ahead of everybody else. It's a curve. I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. About the very end of January, I went to the supermarket uh -huh. and I saw one white person with a mask on and gloves. Oh, and he was avoiding eye contact with everyone shopping. Good for him. And I thought to myself, "You faggot." You did not. No, just kidding. <laughs> I thought to myself, huh, well, he's either really smart or really paranoid. Guess what? Yep. He was really smart. Yep. He could be really paranoid, too, but doesn't mean he's not smart. Yeah. Guess what? He might have been a crackhead, but he's still smart. Oh, you know, Gil Scott Heron was a crackhead. I mean, he was smart. Okay. Mike Lindell. Uh -huh. You know, just because you smoke crack don't mean you ain't a good person. That's uh, true. And that's what I'm talking about. There might be some crackhead aliens out there I who want to just bring us a... Maybe George Clinton really was a P-Funk alien. Maybe I, maybe he's an alien. No, I think I think any dark-skinned people are uh, indigenous to this, to this like, planet. Are they the sun people and we're the ice people? I just feel like... I feel like the Chinese people, Asian people look so different than everyone else. Yeah, do that, that stuff over here. Take that shit over there. They may not be... They may be uh, descendants of aliens. So I don't know. I don't... You know, I want everyone to get along, but they just fucking everything up. I don't want everyone to get along because we're not all the same. We're all global citizens, bro. I'm not a fucking global citizen. Hey, I'm a man. citizen of the goddamn United States of America. Oh, Jesus. You know, why didn't... Why didn't they really? Uh, well, yeah, we'll save that for next time. <laughs> well, look, I don't mean to. I'm not. I'm not trying to. Just because I'm a naysayer, don't mean I'm not a yaysayer. I'm not willing to go on. Whoa! With this fucking episode. Whoa! Whoa! Inside joke. Uh -huh. Hold on, Dixie Chicken. Uh huh. Hold on, hot sauce. Simmer down. Uh huh. Simming out hot sauce. I think we've had enough of this episode. I unless I would like you to wrap it up. I would like you to say something so people know that uh, you're taking it seriously, but you you, uh, you really don't care. This is what I'm saying. Uh huh. There might have been a fleet of them. Yeah. What they are, we just don't know. And I just don't know. I don't know. Need, uh, we need more. That's what I'm saying. We need more than some lights and some images on a screen that are so unclear and undefined that it leaves too much room for people like me to be a naysayer. We need some inconclusive proof. Then we can get on with it. You mean conclusive? Yes. Some conclusive inconclusivity. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh... I, you know, I'm of the mind of how much do you have to see? Just just like with the virus, uh, you know, people getting welded into their homes was uh, was conclusive enough for me. Well, that's for sure. And that's way more conclusive than the footage that the Air Force has released. 
Yeah, but it's on a sliding scale. It's the first time they've ever released and admitted to any of it. Well, and now we have the Space Force. Maybe so they've been taken over by HOMOs. Dave, huh? we have the Space Force. We had that documentary and or that series, I mean, and now we have these videos where there's a, the one guy says there's a fleet of them. So What's I, Owen Benjamin have to say about all I this? I don't know. I, can't, I, I love Owen Benjamin, but I can't. I cannot base everything I do on uh, what he has to say about things. I would hope that you also don't do that. Oh, Lord Benjamin must tell me the way to go. Yeah, I'm sure he would think you're a complete douche for saying Hi, that. I'm douchebag number three. Uh-huh. All right. This is the episode, ends the episode of My Wife Hates Me. Yeah. I'm really annoyed. I'm annoyed that I... Started editing the other episode, and you were like, no, yeah, we pulled the sewed, and so you're like, quick, come up with something. What? I gave you, this is is good. No, it's not good. You you gave me nothing. I'm sweating on the dance floor. I've just danced. Uh I am John Travolta. And now I look like the asshole. I am every woman. I look like the asshole, because I'm taking it seriously, and you're like the fun-loving, joking, jocular dude, and you know what? It's not going to get us anywhere. Whoa. It, All right. You know what? The a- alien's not going to be like, yeah, let's let's spare the curly-haired Jew because he's funny. Aliens ate my Buick. Uh-huh. Thomas Dolby. All right. That's the album. Well, God bless you, Thomas Dolby. God bless America. And uh, I guess we'll all sit my in the pot. My wife is as blinding it, me with science. As it boils around us. Science. Because no one seems to give a shit. That the fucking aliens are here. Look, you seem to be correct. I'll give you that much. Okay. Well, good for me, I guess. All right. Uh, This has been uh, episode 77. Hey, it was 77B. 77B, 77-2. Or we could just call it the last episode. Whoa, hold on, man. What? Huh? Yeah? Oh, wait. Uh-huh. Whoa, whoa. Okay. I'm going to Sonic. You want something? We don't have Sonics in New York. Oh, well, we're not in New York. Wink, wink. Hashtag not in New York. Okay, hashtag everyone knows we're in upstate New York. Oh, hashtag shit. <laughs> hashtag can't wait till the drive-in opens. Hashtag, uh, yeah, I hope it does. All right. Uh, all Just right. going to have to bring your own concessions. That's fine. I don't mind doing that. you got to make concessions during these times. All right. No pun intended. Okay, everybody. Uh-huh. I have to walk her now. Can you come with me? Who is she? My dog. Oh, okay. Goodbye, Good America. Goodbye. Take care, Terry. Clive, signing out. I can't stand you. Mm-hmm.